Chapter Ten of Stories of the Victoria Cross by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Hero of Kolapore. One evening in July, eighteen fifty-seven, several officers of the South Maratha Horse, stationed at Satara, were discussing the mutiny and wondering if it would extend to that part of the country all indulged in gloomy forebodings except one young officer who took a more hopeful view of the situation this was lieutenant kerr of the south maratha horse an officer who had already secured the confidence and respect of the wild troopers under his command he expressed his conviction that however treacherous the other troops might prove he could always count upon the loyalty of the South Maratha horse, and if any emergency should occur, it would be seen that their courage was equal to their loyalty. He had scarcely finished speaking when a telegram was handed to the commanding officer. The door was carefully closed to prevent the servants from hearing, for at that trying period, every native was suspected of being a rebel in disguise it proved to be a message from kolapore a town about seventy miles distant saying that the native infantry had mutinied and murdered every officer on whom they could lay their hands some however had escaped and taken refuge in the residency where they were protected by a few faithful native troops food they had none and unless help came speedily they would be compelled to surrender and if they fell into the hands of the enemy a lingering death by the most horrible tortures was certain to be their fate the commanding officer hesitated for a moment as he was doubtful whether he could trust his men if they were sent to Kolapore. But Kerr assured him that they were perfectly trustworthy, and volunteered to lead a party of the South Maratha horse to the rescue. Half an hour later, he left Satara at the head of fifty horsemen, all that could be spared. Though his force was so small, the gallant lieutenant never for a moment doubted the success of his enterprise it was in the middle of the wet season rain descended in torrents the district was flooded and the small streams had become rivers the road between the two stations was not a road as we understand the term and the horses often sank up to their knees in mud but the dauntless Kerr and his little band pushed on. They were obliged to swim across five rivers and seven ravines filled with water, but at length all obstacles were overcome, and in twenty-six hours they reached Kolapur. Scorning the handful of men that had come against them, and half mad with murder and plunder, the mutineers looked upon victory as certain. 
they took up a position in a strong square fort with a massive gate at the entrance kerr was now in a very critical position he had no guns except a couple which he had borrowed from a neighbouring rajah and these were useless night and darkness were at hand his troopers were now ready and eager for the fray but if he put off the attack till morning there was a danger that they might then be afraid to follow him dismounting his men he selected seventeen of whose bravery and faithfulness he was well assured and led them to the attack then the lieutenant and his right-hand man who bore the singular name of gumpunt rao deo Kerr, armed themselves with crowbars and heedless of the bullets which whistled around them soon made an opening in the first door large enough for one man to crawl through on his hands and knees kerr and his men at once crept through and their appearance was the signal for a tremendous volley from the sepoys but it passed harmlessly over their heads without giving the rebels time to reload kerr rushed on them followed by his men a fierce hand-to-hand fight followed but in the end the rebels with great loss were driven into a house which covered the second entrance as this building was loopholed a brisk fire was kept up on the little band which rendered the storming of the fort more difficult finding one side on which there were no loopholes kerr got close to the building and succeeded in setting it on fire several of the enemy perished in the flames and the remainder retreated into the inner part of the fort where they were joined by the whole garrison kerr and his men followed and found that another door had to be battered in before they could effect an entrance again the crowbar was brought into use and as before an opening was made in rushed the gallant lieutenant closely followed by the faithful gumpunt rao they were greeted by another volley but both escaped unhurt in another moment kerr and his marathas were among the rebels who knowing well the death that awaited them if conquered fought with the energy of despair one of their bullets cut the chain of kerr's helmet another struck his sword and for a moment he was almost blinded by a musket discharged close to his face yet he ran his sword through the body of the man who fired it so vigorous had been the thrust that kerr could not at once withdraw his weapon and while in this helpless condition he was struck on the head with the butt-end of a musket he reeled and would have been stabbed by one of the rebels had not his indian namesake rushed forward and laid the sepoy low as the man fell kerr recovered and went dashing forward the mutineers driven to the last extremity now took refuge in a building which had formerly been used as a temple 
having barricaded the door they again opened fire on their assailants whose numbers were now reduced to seven the remaining ten having been either killed or wounded with this slender force kerr advanced to the door crowbar in hand this time however he failed to make an opening by its help but seeing some hay laying near he piled it against the door and set it on fire in a few moments the flames had done their work the door fell in and through flame and smoke kerr and his men dashed in upon the mutineers then followed a brief and terrible struggle mingled with the clang and clash of weapons the shouts of deadly hatred and the groans of the wounded not a single sepoy escaped all were either killed or taken prisoners the consequences of this victory cannot be estimated the officers at kolapore were saved the rising spirit of mutiny in the bombay presidency received a final check and it revived the confidence of both officers and men in each other of the gallant band that had accomplished so much eight were killed four afterwards died of their wounds and not one of them escaped unhurt great was the praise bestowed on lieutenant kerr for his dashing and devoted bravery and well did he merit the victoria cross which he received End of chapter 10